0: Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show.
1: Okay, all righty. Hi, Sibo. How's the cold in London? We're so happy to see you.
2: COVID. I'm freezing, but I'm freezing. I'm here. <laughs> oh man, get well! You said. contracted you you COVID. COVID. Yeah, that time when I said cough has got me by the balls, I didn't realize it was COVID. <laughs> by the time we talked yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Guys,
1: The medical ones are the worst. All of them, oh, they catch gosh. it right in the middle when the oh. COVID is getting better. <laughs> yeah. Same, sorry, oh, Dar. Get better.
2: Thank you. We're recovering. Pumla is
1: here. Hey, (laughs) Pumla. Oh, my gosh. You guys. Oh, my shame. Get better. Get better. Get better, love. Masabata is trying to enter again. I don't know why she keeps falling off. Okay, guys. Then do the intro first and then I will talk. Okay. I
0: actually don't know, like this guided meditation. I didn't write down anything. So it's going to be interesting.
1: Very interesting. (laughs) We'll see.
0: We'll see. (laughs) Okay. So, guys. Welcome, welcome. This is actually going to be our New Year's episode for the Property Magicians podcast. So if you are listening in, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Property Magicians. Happy New Year, everyone on the call. So if you're listening in and you're listening to the recording and you don't know that this is what this is about, we're having a live um, class where we are setting intentions around property investing and also discovering our investor archetype. So just like we have a spirit of money, we also have an investor archetype, right? We, in the Money Magic course, I talk about the spirit of money, we learn about the spirit of debt, And Today, we're going to find out the kind of investors that we are, working with our higher selves and working in alignment with ourselves. So, If you've just joined us and you don't know who we are, my name is Vangile Makwakwa. I'm the host of the Property Magicians podcast. I'm the founder of Wealthy Money, and I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts. Increase income and live their best lives. And with me is my incredible co-host.
1: Hey there. Hi, I'm Dr. Miranda. I am Prop Doc mom. Um, I am known to be the property mentor for beginners, and I am the co-host of Property Magicians Podcast. And um very excited, and the founder of Wealthy Ones Property Stock by the way, that's that's what brought us here as well. So, um, welcome to you all. This is a very different different way of, of of doing all things at the same time. Talking about the Property Stock Film and doing our Property Magicians podcast, um, and I'm hoping you're going to enjoy this this episode that is going to. It's an organic episode, by the way. You're going to love it, though. I know that. So let's go. Um,
0: Yeah, so um. I thought, or well, we thought Mizo should start us off with, we're going to start, okay, let's set the agenda for this. So if you guys know us, we're just like (laughs) feeling into everything. We decided yesterday that we're going to make it very, chilled and relaxed until the meditation. So we'll do the meditation last for obvious reasons. If you're hearing my voice is a little hoarse, I'm not sick. I've just been screaming like crazy in breath work and crying most of the afternoon, but it's all good. (laughs) Not a bad thing. (laughs) I'm processing some stuff. So Misa is going to start us off with her story around investing. And I think She has to start us off because her story is so powerful about finding her own investor journey and going through that. Because I think so many of us are at the point where we think there's one way to do property. There's one way to do investing and the dangers. She's also going to tell us about the dangers of listening to everyone else versus your own intuition.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And Misa, if you can tell us also how you got to doing some of the work of finding your own thing of what works for you right so I'm gonna keep quiet and let Misa go
1: we are actually the same with with Vangile Um, we have the benefit of having interviewed over a hundred guests on the podcast so we've had all sorts of other stories and where people began with their property investing journeys and how they started. My benefit, I think, in the past seven, eight years is that I've had my mistakes in there and I have used my mistakes to start the Prop Dog Mom journey, right? The Prop Dog Mom mentorship is born out of what I thought was, you know, I thought, well, you just have to have money you have to have a good credit score and then the properties and then you invest. Right. So let me tell you how my story begins. Um, so I started also, I'm an academic and a nerd and, uh, you know, that's how, that's how my property, my property journey started. So I had been looking for many years. I had been looking for something that would supplement my income and that would supplement my 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 salary, right? And um, I was fortunate really. I was fortunate. So I met up different people and the one woman that really impacted my journey was Anne Wilson, the wealth chef. And she would say, You have different ports of wealth. You have to have a port for emergency, another port for investing in shares, another port. So that's how really I started listening a little bit carefully. Firstly, she's a woman. Secondly, she's a professional. She was a civil engineer who became bankrupt after her divorce. And she went back home to the UK. She lives in South Africa. She went back to the UK and while she was trying to figure out what her story was about about investing she ended up writing the wealth chef book and i think i relate to it because i'm a woman and my mom and i'm a woman who cooks so in inside of the kitchen it really made sense because the concept really took hold so when i became interested in property because she had mentioned it is an as an asset class that you can invest in. I went and found another mentor now. She was a mentor and I want to find a property mentor, which helped. You know, I keep telling Van about that, that that really helps. It's the type of person that I am. I have to understand things maybe intellectually. I have to read it and then understand the numbers and understand. And not everyone is like that. And I'm so glad that on our podcast, episode 25 has got much of steam. She's she's an ex-domestic worker and she's a property mogul. Yeah. And can you see that you can start property investing without the intellect? So don't go and start it the way Mizo started it because I'm, I'm 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 just academic like that. So we have got a domestic worker that started a property portfolio without reading a book. What did she need? She just needed to feed her kids. And she had decided to walk away from, yeah. She had decided to walk away from her job as a domestic worker and she got given a gift of a building so our property journey started different places and property specifically really is important in that way that don't think my journey is going to be your journey the second biggest chunk that i really wanted to share with you is that um, having been with a mentor even with a mentor my first investment property was a failure because I bought a property that wasn't cash flowing in the presence of my mentor, right? With his guidance and with his, um, with his, um, encouragement, um, I, I, I bought an apartment in Montana, in Pretoria and the apartment was great. Beautiful. It had a tenant already. Great. I didn't pay um, transfer costs because he said, ah, you see, you're buying from a developer. Little did I know that I'm buying an expensive apartment that was never going to cash flow. The rental didn't keep up with the inflation. I kept it for three and a half years, sold it right in the middle of the lockdown in 2020, which happens to be a year before last. Can you believe it? Wow. So, <laughs> yes, Upume, it's a good book. Wealth Chef is such a beautiful book. It's it's soft also. It's very feminine, I think. Um, most men probably would never buy that book and they would not relate to it. And Wealth Chef used to come to the jo- uh, Jovec Stock Exchange. So on Saturdays, we used to go there and listen to different stocks uh, presented. And that's how I met the livestock wealth as well. I bought some cows. Guys, I've been looking. I've been looking for something to supplement my income. So really I've done all sorts of in, out, in, out. I was telling them that when, when somebody says something works and, you know, and also I think what brought it on was that I was 40. I suddenly have a child. I have a certain lifestyle that I've already gotten used to. And I drive a certain car. I live in a certain suburb. So When you have got a child, nappies to buy and suddenly the school and, you know, the kind of education that we want to give our kids. It was incredibly important for me to put a plan in place to build my income, my supplementary income, to build the pension along with living the lifestyle that I was living. And I I still wanted to continue traveling with NEO. My next chunk that I want to, to, to share with you is, and then I met, F, firstly he was my business partner and became uh, intimate partners later who owned properties. And I want to say it very, very distinctly that he owned properties. The fact that he owned multiple properties did not make him a successful investor please mark me and i promise you firstly he bought in an area that wasn't appreciating it was oversubscribed the rents were not keeping up with the inflation secondly he had multiple guys i mean over seven properties all of them he was still paying in into them he was he would pay the bond pay the agent for property management and still pay the city of johannesburg <laughs> city of johannesburg or city of pretoria for for whatever reason um he wasn't making money on anyone including his primary his primary property that's how i know what it means to be a successful property investor and not successful property investor and when i met him i had already started with my property mentorship with my mentor and he was, you know, very easy about that and telling telling me, ah, oh, yeah, no, property is the thing to go to. It's absolutely the thing to go to. But he was spending over 27000 every month paying in and still supplementing whatever income was coming from those properties. So, guys, these things that I'm telling you, I'm telling you because my, proper, my prop dog mom mentorship is critically about you and about exactly that, that even when, and especially us who have got an income that is a little higher and we, we don't seem to count our rents and cents in the way that you're supposed to count in property management and property. Is so practical. If you ask your mom, like you, you, you call home and ask them, Oh, gee, why did they build the rooms outside? They built the rooms. Your grandmother actually knew property, um, Property. Um, what am I wanting to say? They knew how to count their money and they knew how to do a deal analysis. If I built two rooms, right, and I have got two tenants who are paying me 500, 500, that means I've got an extra Rand. so I've got money to give USI 200 rand and we have got money for food we've got 200 to save 200 but suddenly when we buy these properties in the suburbs in the burbs we don't know how to do Till analysis you know that is my biggest surprise and what I have found I concentrate on the professionals and people with high earnings because we do that we buy properties that don't make sense and we are attracted by the area. This is a good area. Yeah, this is going to be a very good area. They're going to build a, a, a mall here. Let's just talk about mid for instance. mid became oversubscribed. When you buy a property of 700000 today in mid the highest rental you're going to get there is 7000 rents. So <laughs> the 7000 rent is only going to pay your bond. It's not going to pay the city. For the rates and taxes, it's not going to be enough to pay your pro- pro- uh, 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 property manager. But you see all these boards that are written, no deposit or very low deposit and no transfer costs and whatever. Be careful, guys. Be careful about those. And sectional titles are great only if you are buying low. So if you buy something for 700000 and you are going to pay $8,000 bonds, doesn't make sense doesn't make money so the, <laughs> the this this whole episode actually came about because i keep hopping on about it with 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 vangile and telling her how you know our if we don't share our land stories in the property journey that's how we we don't we are we we just know that off service to our people right and Who else can be a mentor? Your successful mentor must be someone who has done it and who has failed. My two property mentors, subsequent to the one who made me buy the property that failed, that I sold, actually share their their very painful stories. They lost millions. I'm crying over 700,000, guys. They lost like 20 million, 17 million, huge amounts of money because because also the ego says when i have money i can only buy properties at a certain place and this certain place tends to be in these sectional titles where we all want to buy these townhouses that you pass every day and you have left behind you the township you came from lady smith so it the village etchakastat that that vanille comes from and all those places are opportunities for property investing and we don't we don't see them as an as, a, as an opportunity because we all want to buy in these places uh, where people talk about location 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 or whatever it is so my 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 real real story about real estate investment is you may fail Yes, you may fail, one. Number two, if you don't learn deal analysis yourself and do it yourself, you are probably going to end up with with the same property that I bought. And and we, we end up making those mistakes. My last one that I really want to share is that property deals are easy to make. Property deals have always existed. You can do a property deal with your aunt sitting at dinner on Christmas day. Let me buy your house, auntie. And you can do that deal. But our biggest thing as a black nation, we don't write things down. We refuse to do contracts. My biggest failure. So I enter into a business deal. We buy two multi multilets with a partner and we Buy and register a company and buy these properties. But what, what do I do? We are doing the contract along with the deal as the deal is happening. But in the meantime, the, prop, the, what, the, the relationship sours. And untangling out of that deal means that I end up losing two properties. I didn't just lose the properties. He also lost the properties. Because the deal at the bank and the financiers was signed with both our names and under a certain company. And sometimes these relationships, when they sour, they sour and they forget to be business relationships. And these people, some people, do not do not understand the formality of a business to say, let's talk about the business. Let's really talk about the business. Here is a business. What happens if we see When we don't want to be together, what are we going to do? How do we dissolve this and whatever? While we are in the process of discussing with a conveyancer to draw up a contract between the two of us to say, when you dissolve, this is how you're going to dissolve. You are either going to sell this and both of you take out money out of it. Or when you dissolve this, you can offer your partner to say, I put in, 20 percent into this can I buy you out or whatever it's soured and both both of those properties are lost we don't we both don't have them right so it's incredibly important that for me to share this with you just so that you know that those mistakes will happen even when you are a savvy property investor those mistakes will happen even in the presence of a mentor especially when a mentor runs ahead of you, does the property analysis for you and you don't take it the property analysis and take a breath and sit with yourself and say, does it make sense for me? Right? So just like anything, just like shares on the stock exchange, you need to be knowing what you are doing, but how you know what you are doing is follow the right things, follow our property, a a podcast because there are people who talk very, very, um, very in detail on how they did deal analysis. The second thing is please don't go into property, choose a strategy uh, one or two. The third thing is contracts, contracts, contracts. I'm going to leave it here and stop here so that we can get on to the next section. Ben. Okay. Thank
0: you, Misa. I was busy unmuting and processing. Oh, my God. My voice is really gone. It is. I really trying to go. <laughs> um, I've had a very interesting afternoon. Um, okay. So, thank you so much, Misa. I resonate so much with that. And I think for me, what I took away from just 2021 was a lot about figuring out what works for me, right? Like what you're saying about taking a breath. I think that you can get a mentor and you can have all those things, but if you don't know who you are and what you want and how things work for you, it actually doesn't work. And I saw it personally last year. I've seen it. I saw it. In every area of my life last year, it was like I had to come face to face with that, that at the end of the day, it always does come back to what is what, who are you and what works for you in the money magic course, we spoke a lot about the womb rhythm a few weeks ago about the rhythm of your womb and how everyone has their own innate rhythm that works for them. So I feel like that applies a lot even in investing. And I learned that last year. So understanding at the core of who you are, and I've seen it even in entrepreneurship that when I try to do things in a way like I am taught and I'm told, and I, if ever I have coaches or mentors that do that, it really completely upsets my balance and it actually blocks my ability to make money, to receive money, to do anything because it's going against my innate nature. So what I learned last year from property investing, I had an incredible mentor, highly recommend him. But I realized that because I was... I hadn't sat down with myself and worked in a way that works with me. Nothing could happen, which was so unlike me because when I decide on something, things just kind of happen and come together and I make it a priority to to follow through. But last year, I just couldn't. And I kept asking myself, what is going on here? Because I know the... Mentor is great. The support I'm getting is great. Everything is great. But what I was getting was that I hadn't sat down and talked to myself and figured out what does this, what does my property investing journey look like? Not everybody else's, not what had been said on the podcast, not what people had suggested to me, but what does it truly, truly look like for me when I sit down and I say, I want to be a property investor or I want to invest in general. And I realized that the difference between my property investing journey and my investing journey in general was that, and even my entrepreneurship journey was that with this, I had sat down and decided everybody else, is an expert and knows more about property investing than I do because I'm new to this industry, I'm new to this game. So that means that they know everything, uh, they know everything. So whatever I was told, if my mentor said to me, Van, you should get into this deal, I went into this deal. You should get into this deal, I went into this deal. By July, I was busy with like four or five different property Um, investment opportunities. It was crazy. And all of them were massive, right? And it just felt, I was like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. At first it was exciting. And then at some point, I remember calling Nizo in July and saying, I hate everything about this. There's no amount of money that is motivating me. Everything just feels hellish. It feels off, and I could see all the numbers when you ran the numbers. Even Miso ran some of the numbers for us, it made so much sense. There were millions to be made within a short space of time, but it just wasn't coming together. You know, <laughs> things were not happening. My collaborations weren't coming together. I wasn't excited. In fact, I woke up every day feeling like This is a burden that I'm carrying more than excitement and opportunities. That's when I started to pull the plug on everything. I actually was just like in the middle of everything. I went back to everyone. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I pulled out of everything I was involved with. And in contrast, a few weeks later, I sat down and I figured out what do I want? And I called Misa and I said, let's start a property stock file. And this is why this matters to me. This is why this is the path, right? And within three months, less than three months, we decided in June. So as all this is happening at the end of June, we sit down with SLEE by August by before the end of August, we have launched the stock file. And since then, we barely do much for the stock file, but it's raising money. That's because it's in alignment with everything that my spirit wants. It sets me on fire. It feels right. It feels easy. That's how within the first two months, we raised like 300,000 Rand, over 300,000 Rand. And now we're already at 234,000 for the next deal. And we're continuing to raise it. And I said, and we're continuing to raise money. And I said to me, so I feel like the stock file is going to do extremely well. And it's going to be really easy. Why? Because it's in alignment with everything that I am, with my values, with what I believe. And it's something that came from my spirit. It's not something that came from out there. And when I said it, Miso felt it. The other deals, I tried to rope her in on some of them. She's like, "Mm." and that should have been a sign because the people that I trusted and the people that I want to do business with, were just like, we're just, it makes sense numbers wise, Mm -hmm. but we're just not feeling it energetically. But when I talked about the stock fell to all of them, it was like, yes. yes. Why was it a yes? Because everything in my spirit was it a yes. And I think this for me brought home again of the deep understanding of who are you at your core and how you do business? It's the same in investing. So just because something works for everyone else doesn't mean it will work for you. Right. And I, and I know myself, I was like, I'm not the kind of person where it's like, you go from pillar to post for months and months and something completely drains you energetically. And then you're, you see no results. And then one day you're like, oh, it all came together. I was like, that actually frustrated me. I was actually losing hope. I was starting to hate everything about property investing. I was like, this is a lot. I'm overwhelmed. And so I just cleared my plate and this is this has been my focus. And even as I sit now, like I know what my next thing in property investing is going to be. I'm so very clear that I want to go into shipping containers. I've always been, but somehow I got clouded with, this is the way that money is going. This is the way that you make money. This is the perfect deal. This is everything. And it actually started sucking my energy and affecting my finances In an adverse manner. So today, this is also why we're having this intention class and we're having this, we're going to do the investor archetype because it's all about understanding yourself at your core. There are things that everyone will sell you everything. There'll be opportunities in life with everything. I promise you, even in entrepreneurship, there'll be so many opportunities that come your way. And if you don't know who you are, you're going to get lost in everything. And it's going to affect your income, your money, your ability to generate more money because you're saying yes to everything, because that's Where the money is, that's when we start chasing money. Whereas what we're talking about today is how do you pull in money so that money comes to you without having to do the very most and run from pillar to post, right? So- but before we start on the investor archetype, um, I'm gonna ask these questions again in the meditation. But Niza <laughs> and I are gonna ask you different questions, right? So I want you to think about what are you celebrating in your property journey from 2021? It does, and here's this is so important. The celebration can literally be. I have learned so much about myself and what I want. So clarity is a huge celebration. We tend to want to celebrate the "I have now bought the house. I am oh. now at the next unit," and those. The, and we forget the foundational steps right? Foundation is key. Most people celebrate the result. Today, I want you guys to think about what are you celebrating in terms of your process around property investing? It's great if you bought properties, you can share that with us, but where in your process are you? I want you to sit and think about that, right? And then when you're ready, you can share in the chat or you can unmute and share with us. Feel free to do whatever. We're going to let you guys write down. So we'd like you to think of three things you're celebrating about your process. And I want to say as an investor in general, because I'll share with you guys later what I learned about myself as an investor, right? My archetype after we've done, after everyone has shared about their investor archetype, right? So
1: go for it. I'm going to go with my one first just to give you an example of how how what we we're talking about and um, I'll keep the other two in the background. So my one um, win in property investing is that um, this property podcast is a platform where I think I'm a natural sharer. I'm a natural giver of information. I'm a natural in, in explaining and unpacking things for people. And on the Property Magicians podcast, it gives me an opportunity to do that because as we interview the guest and I draw out the questions that you might be having sitting at home, that's how, that's how I let I, I, I give information. The property mentorship is my other platform where I do pro- uh, property information sharing. But On the podcast, this is the platform. I feel like this is the easiest thing I do all of my life. Not mothering, not doctoring feels as easy as the property podcast. That's my big win. And we got to episode number 100 with them, And it has been downloaded 71,000 times. So that's my biggest win for 2021. So go. We are listening.
2: Thank you guys for this question. Um, Initially, I thought I have nothing to celebrate, but (laughs) suddenly, yeah, I was like, no, I have nothing. I just realized, uh, I think two months ago, I had an email telling me two tenants were moving out at the same time. My first thing was to panic. I'm like, no, it's a pandemic. I can't lose two tenants at the same time. Then I went to the spirit of money and writing letters to say my units have never been empty just you know hold me together to not have this fear I just kept writing letters and like no I cannot afford to have two units empty and lo behold in that two months of just being consistent of calming my fear and saying no you sit down I'm in charge I had two tenants moving in as soon as the other one moved out just in smooth transmission without me losing a cent I was like this works just trusting that process so to me
0: that's um... my biggest thing Uh, I'm just going to quickly interject so guys if you're listening the spirit of money meditation that um Sivo is talking about is in the money magic course so it's just a meditation where you connect with your spirit of money so I just wanted to clarify that because some people will be talking about money magic stuff and you guys will be like what the hell's going on (laughs) anyone else want to share Okay, I'm going to read. So Tando says, I've learned so much. Most of my learnings came from the Property Magicians uh, podcast. Yay. And Rufile uh, says, thank you for sharing me, and Bangile." And Pabi says, one, I have more clarity because now I know what's going on. Two, I place the property on the market. 3 I want what I want. Ooh, I love that. I want what I want. want. Tanda said I managed to buy a property with thousands. Oh, that's awesome. Tebucho, you said I joined two property stock files. That's amazing. Well done, Tebucho. And then Tanda says 3 I am looking at a property mentor, looking for a property mentor now. Yay, Fatima you say, joining the wealthy ones uh stock file I became a property agent. Well done. Okay. And then um, Fatima, you say my heart is singing. I feel joyous. Awesome. So guys, feel free to share anything. Like for me, my one celebration is just finding clarity on the kind of investor I am. And just, and I think the second one is not just finding clarity, but how do I put this? The right words. It's more like sinking into the person and the woman that I know I am but like also the archetype of investor that I know I am understanding that and accepting it and honoring it and knowing that it will not make sense and look like anything that is what that is usually preached but as long as I understand it and accepting that. So Rufilo, you say, I celebrate um, not buying a flat during our first coaching uh, with a session with Mizo. I didn't understand. I didn't know what I, um, uh, sorry, I didn't know what a multilet was. Now all I want is multilets. I built three extra bachelors last year. Wow, congratulations, Rafila. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then Misa, I'm gonna have you read the others I've been reading.
1: <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Oh, Lydia. Um, Lydia says, by acknowledging my fear and trusting the process, and especially breathwork meditation, absolutely. Trusting money and believing that I actually deserve better, I even asked for a divorce, finally fear has been holding me by the balls. I'm still scared, but working through my fear. Who would have thought talking about money and property would lead you to to a relationship decision? That is that is a huge step, um Letia, we, we, we hold you in our hearts. Yeah. Um let me see what ah homolim. Yes, homolim. <laughs> Homo Homolima turned her house in the Northern Cave into a multi-led. I was watching her do it on the credit card, on the salary, on the guys. It's been such an incredibly interesting journey. (laughs) Well done, Hobolevo. Yeah. Okay. Those are the ones I see. Let me see if there's new ones. Ah, Rikilo Panza says, I've started a dream about buying property again. I managed property for 10 years it was difficult yeah and and it's because we know the little that we know and the more you know the better it 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 gets um for spending time with miranda and learning a lot from her joining the property stock fell and being okay realizing that i'm more of a fractional owner investor absolutely you know nothing wrong with being there at length, passive investor totally that's mm. such a big big win actually mm. pumlangema is being here today is my achievement i nearly gave up but the fact that i am in this meeting today that means i haven't given i totally get you pumla and welcome, you, back. Pumla. welcome back welcome back yeah
0: welcome i haven't Thank seen you me. in a minute pumla <laughs> <laughs>
1: she owes yeah. me coffee that one she owes me coffee <sighs> well well guys this is it this is this is what we are talking about the wins can be emotional the very thing that um Lydia is talking about the fear the fear can hold us back you don't even register anything you don't register a company therefore you forgot to say you went on the cipc.org website yourself and register a company yourself right just because i told you that you can of of course you can right we send somebody else to do it for us we send an accounting firm to do to do it for us then and i we just don't want to deal with it but absolutely right and that's why my mentorship is a beginner mentorship it is really about the fear the anxiety the reluctance and listening to other people's stories that really put us in here so Mm. my job my job is really to 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 unleash you and to get you back on on track Mm. Mm. what doesn't say i've had bad experiences with property and had an apartment that was vacant for a long time i finally got a tenant towards the end of 2021 yes that's a big win by the way for yes we did that. We, we yeah. Mm. So that's an amazing win, right?
0: Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I love that.
1: Okay, so
0: guys, my next question, Mizo, do you have a question uh, that has that relates to intentions?
1: Yes. Shall we do the next question? Is do you have your biggest win? Do you have a big win in terms of the nerves? What is what do you notice particularly about you investing and what your body did in the in the past year? Which which part? Which what is the biggest thing that the biggest hurdle that you've gone over? And here I'm looking for the feeling. What was the biggest feeling that held you frozen? And what is it that what what is it that you you won over yourself? Hmm. Then you've this... got one about the OTP. I'd love you to share that one.
0: Oh no! Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I hate OTPs. I just got to that one. <laughs> like, guys, there's many things that I realized. I was like, I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to purchase
1: the OTP. Sorry, guys. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, I actually don't mind OTPs. So. Um, <laughs> Now I don't, as long as now I don't you don't. do not banks. So Actually. what was my aha moment? Yes. Um, how did I feel? Like, I still feel frustrated with the paperwork yeah. and everything. It's just never going to be my forte. Um, and I mean, I believe that you can learn things and all that, but I'm like, I can hire someone to do that. So my aha moment, <laughs> I'm big on hiring people. So if I can just sit with someone to walk me through, it gets really, really better. Um, so that was good. And whenever I would look at the OTPs, I would feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I would like just want to just die. You <laughs> know, just want to just take <laughs> everything in. All this lawyer speak, all this stuff would just like yeah. annoy me. And then my body started to feel better when I called in support. So if you, um, I'm a big believer in support. I don't believe that I have to do things that are difficult for me. Like I know how my mind works. So I was like, this is really, really a lot for me to process. Like It's a lot of legally speak, all that. But if I can sit down with someone, I've got the patience for an hour to have someone walk me through everything, answer my questions, and then just tell me, do you want this? This is what this phrase means. Do you want to change it? And then I just say, let's change that to this. And you type it up, and I just sighed. My body just started to just oh, relax. And apparently you can hire people to do that and pay them. So this is excellent. And you can also, my mentor would do that with me. You can also have a mentor and he did a lot of that. His name is Tony Ninkovich and he did a lot of that. And when he wasn't available, I would ask Mizo. That changed everything for me. And I noticed that my body relaxed when I mm-hmm. did that. So that's also another Approach. So I guess like that is a big win, Mizo, when you talk about that because yeah. I think again it comes back to the self acceptance, understanding yeah. who you are, what mm. makes things easy for you. So for me, I, I mean, anyone that knows me, challenge hardship, I can do it for a set amount of time. After that time limit, I check out. So
3: hiring yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like someone just.
1: Yeah, I, like I relax that.
0: my body and having a mentor that can do that is powerful. So thank you for that,
1: Niza. It is. It's such an important thing, Then We spent a whole Zoom meeting before a podcast recording where Van was describing how she gets this big thing on her throat and she feels hot and she feels when she has to fill up the offer to purchase. And her sister was... Coming along, they were co-investors in the time, but she was so anxious it was just not serving her. And I can imagine what type of property are you going to have? What type, What type of investment is that that's causing so much discomfort even before the seller gets the the offer to purchase? And needless to say, that deal went to and fro, to and fro. It was such rubbish <laughs> with yes. the agent. Because <laughs> It was Actually, rubbish. But all did. the deals
0: did that. Beware. Really? Oh my God. It was guys, this is the absolute truth. Almost every deal that I had to do did that with the OTPs. It went back and forth, back and forth. It was like literally my own. It was like I was watching my own personal hell play out. You know, it's like. And then there was one deal, Mizo, remember, where we sent back the OTP. And guys, I kid you not, out of Anger or frustration, the real estate agent sent back a 20-page OTP. It was like I could just imagine three pages is doing me in. When he sent the 20 pages, it was like, just qu- just shoot me. Put me out <laughs> of my misery. <laughs> so this is why I'm like, I feel like it was such a great learning curve. Though right, right so so much about
1: so much about I yourself <laughs> yeah yeah so guys this is so incredibly important <laughs> and prop up mom mentorship is about that it is about how are you feeling about applying for that Sibo just, sh- just shares now that joining the stock sale got her so excited she hasn't touched the building she hasn't found a tenant she hasn't done anything but she knows she sent her money to go and exercise, and gym, and come back with better muscles and muscle definition. That, for me, is property investing. It has got to get you excited. Rufiva says she, she was fearful of not getting tenants. She is sitting right in the middle of a good opportunity place, but she was already fearful of not getting tenants. You can imagine when you build a portfolio and you are already thinking you are never going to get tenants. What sort of portfolio are you going to build, right? Mm -hmm. So those fears are important. Tando says her fear of failure was the biggest one that paralyzed her in making decisions. Lesson one in breathwork were her go-to resources in coming to to, to, to feel her nervous system and taking the first steps. Absolutely, Tando, I'm the same. My biggest one has always been even when I have enough money in the bank, my biggest fear has always been applying for finance. Oh, must I apply to Standard Bank? I don't bank with Standard Bank. What if they say no? As if they know it's going to kill me. I have no idea. I don't know how you guys feel, but that has always been my biggest fear. The second one is that form of the bank. You know, there's the application form. There's the one where you record your expenses. Then there's one that says assets and liabilities. I'm always feeling like I don't have enough. They will not like me. Oh, they, they will think I have too little assets. Oh, they, then I don't have enough every single time it gets me. And I am fearful of them saying, no, your credit score is not good enough. Like I have, it's an irrational fear guys. Sometimes. And sometimes it's rational when you know you've got judgments and you have had a bad credit history, blah, 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 blah. I don't, but it is my biggest irrational fear. And when when I speak to people about it, and when you speak to men, I don't know if we've got men in the group, you know that most males don't have that. Males that, even when they know they've got a great credit score, they are like, let the bank deal with it they'll see and then I'll explain myself I have no idea how they do it guys <laughs> they learn that I, I think see. from dating you know like how men are
0: always oh you know, like, I see that person is so out of your league I think that they taught to get oh. used to the rejection and so I think these things are all interlinked right so we I wait for permission case. I've been thinking a lot about this, like that with men, that constant being able to go up front, hear a no from a woman, you need to go to the next one, the next one, the next one. (laughs) And sometimes they luck out. They go for a woman that's out of their league and they're just like, that was lucky. Keep going, right? But we are not taught that as women, to be honest. We're taught to wait for permission. So it shows up in our finances as well. We're constantly waiting for permission. And that's why even when you get the rejection with the home loan, it's like, oh, my God, I've got the rejection with the home loan. And then what what now? Because someone has denied you permission, you know, so we have to get used to giving ourselves permission. As long as we say yes to ourselves, we'll find a solution.
1: Mm (laughs) <laughs> bume has my same fear the bond freaks her out and poshia has had a fear for herself and trusting herself and trusting the process poshia this is why the stock fell is such a good place to start because in the time that you are relaxing your nerves you learn about different strategies and you get to you get to see that Fatina just doesn't want to deal with tenants and you thought there was something wrong with not wanting to deal with tenants. It's absolutely fine. Don't deal with tenants. Lydia has got paralysis analysis. I can, I can relate to that Lydia because being an engineer makes you analyze until you convince yourself out of the thingy, right? Which is, which is something that is very relatable in terms of science. And that's the, that's the disability of being a nerd guys i mean i just find that books educate but they almost also put the fear of god into me and they mm. stop me from doing stuff because i'm reading yeah mm. so fatima that is that that is such a good thing to mention yeah mm. so thank you for for indulging on that minis is also scared of offer two patches. and you thought there was something wrong with the way you feel about offer to purchase. It's good to know who you are about certain things so that you can work on that particular thing or not work on it and do passive investing.
0: Yeah. Simple. I just, yeah, I'll tell you guys what I decided because I was like, I'll be damned if I have to do offer to purchase. And also my other thing is body corporates. You. I won't even go there. Like, I just decided I was like, no, Mm -mm. there's a lot. It's it's these things are a lot. Right. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much for openly sharing. I think. And I want you guys to notice, do you notice? Okay. So this is my next question. Right. So when you look, when you reflect back on your fears, how have they held you back And what are you letting go of? When you let go of them for 2022, or you start working on letting go of them, who would you be? How would your approach to property change? So again, how have these fears, we've just spoken about the fears, right? So how my fears of OTPs just created longer OTPs. I went from like three pages to 20 page OTPs. I remember Tony being like, what the heck is this? I've never seen an OTP like this. And my coach being like, "Van, you're a master manifesto. Whatever you're refusing to deal with and face will come to you full on. I was like, wow. You know, so there's that. So how, did, how do these fears, how have they been holding you back? It's important to honor that, right? So let's honor that. And then when you release this fear, who would you be? How would your approach to property investing change? And just give yourself permission to feel into your body. So if you have never been in the money magic course, you've heard people talk about lesson one and the breath work, right? So what I'll advise you to do right now is just breathe into the question, especially the, how would my approach to property investing change without the fear? So I want you to feel, close your eyes and just breathe and just ask, feel into your body and just ask, where does this fear sit in my body? Right? So Mizo mentioned how we tell her, oh my God, my throat is closing up. Right? So just feel into that. Where does it feel in your body? And then just ask your body, how would my body feel like without this fear? And just wait, even if it takes you 10 to 15 minutes, that's okay right? So when I think of investing, where does what emotions come up? Where do they sit in my body? And who would I be without these emotions? And just wait for your body to respond. So ask the who would I be without this emotion? After your body has started to settle down, or the the emotion uh, has changed in your body. So just sit with it and feel into it. Um, I know the wealthy ones, the Money Magic students, you guys are already there, so I don't have to over-explain. But not again, not everyone in the stock file now is a Money Magic student, so I will keep explaining. Feel free to ask questions. Nontobego, you say my biggest fear is that I may not be able to provide for my daughter with a home uh, due to my lack of more money and poor credit score. So where does that sit in your body? Just sit with it, allow it to come up, feel that fear in your body and then just ask what would my body feel like without this fear? And just wait, don't force it. This can't be forced. So sometimes you may have to come back even after this class to do this for several days because for some of us, the fear is so deep. So you may have to sit and sit with it for days and days on end. That's okay. So if you don't get an answer in this class right now, that is completely okay. I want you guys to know that some things are so deeply rooted. They require days, weeks, and months even Some people you'll get your answers instantaneously, right? And that's okay too. When you're ready, you can share your answers in the chat. If you're struggling to uh, deal with whatever the fear is and to sit with it, I really want to encourage you to take nice deep breaths in and out and just breathe into your belly and then just find where the fear sits and just sit with it and just keep feeling into it. Don't try to change anything. This is so, so important. It's almost like you are in acceptance and surrendering to the fact that you feel what you feel. You never try to change anything. You allow it. This is how it changes and gives, reveals its wisdom to you. The minute you force the change, you basically go to war with your own body and your nervous system. And trust me, you're not going to win that war. Because you're working from a mental point of view and your nervous system is working from a deep space of survival and safety, right? And so that's always going to win out over any kind of mind stuff that you are working with. So just allow it to be just rather breathe and surrender and allow, Once more, just ask how has this fear been holding me back? How has it impacted my property investment journey? Portia, you say my own fear of trusting. Oh, guys, by the way, Portia M is my cousin.
1: (laughs) Is it?
0: Yeah, she's my cousin. So uh, Pocha says, my own fear of trusting myself with investment and the process became an obstacle to myself and my growth. Just like Van, my fear Mm. sits in my throat. I had even been to ear, nose, throat specialists. I feel you. So families will tend to also have the same kind of thing. So I had like this thing for a whole year with my ear. Um And my throat. Oh, Sis Pumla did the most for me, especially with the
1: ear. Oh, yeah. Tobago, <laughs> is that an old hand or is it a new hand? You want to share something? Because then you would have to unmute yourself. Nontobego, Zwani. A hand is up. i not
0: Okay. I'm going to say old hands. So I'm lowering your hands.
1: Okay.
0: So Pasha, my next question to you is, can you sit with what comes up? Or who would you be if you trusted yourself with investment, and you, and you release mm-hmm. the fear? So if your body didn't have the fear, how would your body feel like, and then who would you be and how would you approach your property investing journey? Mm-hmm. And then Lydia says nah, i hang around relationships that did not serve me i refuse myself ease simply oh, no. because i fear being chased away by my tribe this fear sits in my diaphragm moves up to my throat Miserable, all of us say anything
1: all <laughs> of us oh my god lydia hang- hanging around relationships and sometimes relationships are not just um intimate relationships even business relationships i have ended two relationships where i had to set boundaries because they did not serve me i was almost fearful of my own help i remember earlier in the year i shared it in the group and because she's become so cheeky she was the core landlord in my house right so and and it just all it required was to set a boundary i go This is my house, you know, when I'm told not to open certain ports in my house, right? You know, so that was, that was one of the relationship and another recent business relationship that I had to set a boundary. And when you, when I don't set boundaries, I don't set boundaries to my own detriment. I pay for a service where I don't get the service. Like what language am I speaking to money? I'm giving it to someone who's not actually paying me. That didn't make sense, right? She needed to set up certain things for my mentees. I I only set them up on Tuesday last week because she had not done squat on what I needed her to set up. You know, I've got mentees that are busy. I need them to be able to access material when they can't access me. It just didn't happen. And for mm. me, that is a big boundary, but it kept me stuck. And it, it doesn't keep me stuck only. It keeps me stuck in my own money. It costs me money in a different way, right? Mm. So so guys, please, please record those things and and be aware of them. Posha yes. is that a new hand here? Yeah, Poshia is for you. So
0: Poshia, you can unmute yourself. There we go.
4: Okay. Um, thank you, Van and Misa, for hosting this session. I truly appreciate it. Sure. Um, basically, what my own fear had done is, uh, like, if if I had I, I had learned to let go of it earlier, and basically finding out that it is just as easy as learning breath exercises and basically Mm. sitting with yourself and that everything, you cannot be in control of every single step of everything. You can't just oversee the whole process before it even starts. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, just wanting to know that, uh, okay, this is going to be like in the future, (laughs) like in a movie that they move that, three months, three months later, it's going to be like this or 10, um, it, uh, well, it, it allowed me to, it made me start late. So sure. uh, when it comes to, mm-hmm. to property investment, um, I had a lot of opportunities and I just would just hold myself back because I'm okay. like, no, no, I, yeah. And then it, it, it also, well, it affects my bank balance <laughs> and also, and going to the doctors too. I mean, I, I, I even went to a point where I wouldn't wear a turtleneck because if something touched my throat, it would just make it crazy. Like even um, uh, it, it would make it even more, more uh, uncomfortable. And I was like, it's the turtlenecks. It's, it's this, it's this food, it's that. And, and the issue was just me. So, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was really happy also in 2022, uh, 2021 that, um, you guys started the, the, the wealthy ones, um, uh, property stock fell. It's been really great. And, you know, also being with other women and, um, yeah, please really keep that up. I truly appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Persia, that's you. such a good share. <laughs> that's such a good share let me tell you why i gave up gp practice with a with a because most people that would come to my practice were m- women and children and women always had a chest pain it was always on the left and it would go to the back and then out the big thumb and oh, i hated it right and imagine at the time I'm 23 and 24 and I'm a GP and you don't understand your own nervous system, you haven't done this work, so I was probably counterproductive, you know, I almost want to apologize to all my patients, imagine Poshia coming and she's got a sore throat, she would end with a GP, she, you you probably ended up with antibiotics, right they were treating laryngitis then you get a guggle then you get this, then you get that and then no, let's do an, a, a scope oh, or let's see a bronchoscope maybe mm. because you or because of your fear and it had nothing to do with the body physically. Mm. Right. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's so powerful, Mizo. So Tanda, you're saying my fear of failure is tied to not good enough and visibility. It sits in my chest and throat. I have been running away from building a network. Who would I be? I would be attending conferences and getting a mentor. I would definitely be more out there and collaborating I love it. Uh, I love Lydia it. says um, uh, yes to boundary setting. It's working. Hey, thank you. Siva says setting boundaries to those who felt entitled to my resources has been enlightening. To see them throw tantrums, mm. they will. Mm. They will. So to. Mm. I would love to hear more about who pe- how your process of investing would change without the fear the, fear. the, guilt, the shame, the anxiety. We're really good at analyzing the actual thing. But a huge shift happens when we allow the mind to see what life is like on the other side of fear. So when we ask very specific questions like, who would I be? And how would my approach to property investing change? Again, your approach will be so wildly different, right? So if you didn't have this fear, let's at least have like a few people, maybe two or three people tell us who they would be and how their approach to property investing would change if they didn't have the fear, the shame, the guilt, the invisibility stuff – how do you imagine? You don't have to know exactly. You can't get this right, wrong. You can't get it right because we none of us know who you would be, right? Because we haven't seen you without this. You also don't know who you would be. So imagine who you would be if you could take a wild guess without the fear. How would your process of property investing change?
1: Mm. Refuge says. My fear is tied to giving and giving and giving. My family just taking, taking, taking. I'm actually so teary visualizing how the 50,000 rental money in 2022 would give me freedom towards my plan of retiring at 55. Without the fear of having no tenants, I would be at my third property. God, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Absolutely
0: and then, Ruthilia, who would you be without the fear of your family taking, taking,
1: taking? Oh, who would you be without the fear of saying no? Good one. Yes. An emphatic you? full sentence, no.
0: Mm. Not
1: saying Agenayona. just yeah. no.
0: Just no. Yeah.
1: Mm. Lydia, your hand is up.
0: Unmute yourself, Latia.
3: Hello, uh, wealthy ones. Hello, uh, property stock um, Can you hear me? Oh, yes, yes. you can. Hear okay, you can. Yes, I'm um, answering as to, I don't know why my um, video it's not working but anyway. Um, I would, I, I realized that I've I actually attended. Um, a few um, auctions and uh, it was full of males and very intimidating, but I realized that I actually liked it and um, I don't have to. I I also realized that uh, having worked in the um, space of um, um, masculine energies, I have actually uh, tend to increase my masculinity, which doesn't work for um, to my advantage. So, I could use my feminine energy in such spaces, and then I could attend more, and uh, yeah, and use that. Um, I also realized that I also am keen into being a, um, a, a JV um, partner. So without my fear, this is something that I really like. Uh, would like to exploit. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd like to share. And yeah, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Mm.
0: Thank you, Latia.
1: Incredible.
0: Mm. So Siva says, I think I will take more risk and buy more properties. My resources will be used solely for me and my investment. I love that. Padi says, now that I know I hate the admin related to the property and have accepted I hate dealing with tenants, I'll focus on doing property investments passively. Love it. Love it, Pavi. Padi. Rupila says prospering more I would be more happy without anxiety of the future love it
1: so I want to share my share on this is the last the last one that that I share that my other fear guys that happens you know it's a good thing you asked it um, uh, I've never heard you ask it this way Vangile I see that my fear has always been tied to the partners that are close to me, whether they are business or intimate partners, because they tend to have more and males tend to be very, very open and clear about their financial goals. I find that it intimidates me or I coil into my little shell and feel the shame of not having as much as they do or not being able to do as much as they do. They, they are bolder, they are more courageous, or I've always compared it that way and called them bolder, and yet I, I make my own bold moves. I don't even have to compare myself to theirs, you know? Yeah. And I find that it overpowers me to a point where I think, I don't have potency in myself Mm -hmm. of building, of building these big, huge things that they build. I, 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 you know, I hope you all understand what I'm saying. But I just I
0: resonate so much. (laughs) (laughs) I resonate because. I used to think I was unambitious because of the men that I was with and they would make me feel because their ambition shows up differently. And it's so interesting because one of my exes said, uh, contacted me in 2021 and said, Mm -hmm. I now finally understand what you've been trying to build because I see it and how you do it was just different to mine. So uh, to my way. So it made sense, but it felt like For me to be respected and to have a voice, I need to show up in the same way, give the same kind of energy, push, push, push. And that is so against my nature. (laughs) So I resonate, I resonate, I resonate. And then you think, I lack ambition and my I'm wrong. It's never going to succeed because their way is working and it's succeeding, but that's their way of doing it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Oh, wow. Nando says, my fear sits on my back. Yeah, it would. Who would I be without the fear? I would be a happy woman, full of life, becoming Miso's mentee, investing in commercial properties. Look at that. You also know about commercial property. I just want to network and learn from people that know what they are doing. I love the inner work that you ladies add and have on the approach of life and business we decided it was deliberate i would love working less making self-pampering time and reading and reading time plus spending more time with my child hopefully have a second child early next year absolutely amazing yeah and mpume says "Baba lo i'm with you no admin not having to deal with tenants and guys, isn't that so revealing and so liberating just to know the type of person you are so that you don't want to... There are people who are very excited, guys, who are buying cement and they, <laughs> they, they get in there and they've got even the boots for them and the hard hat. And if you are not that person, don't do it, right? Pumlangema says, without my fear, I would finally learn to multiply my salary, which has always been my dream to do and to pay my excess my expenses via passive income. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Pumla, you can. And I know you can. Mm-hmm. Lydia, Lydia says, who would I be without the fear? More passive investing. Dealing with intimidation that comes with being in spaces that are deemed male. Yes. That mm-hmm. that I can resonate with Lydia. Lynn, not, a, a options intimidate me i felt like i feel like and i unfortunately or fortunately tend to attract men in my life who have more than i do so they are their testosterone overwhelms me the smell overwhelms me and their success overwhelms me and it it belittles me without them saying anything shame to souls it's not their fault yeah. acknowledging my femininity and energies you and i both you and i both i really like that thanks for asking it that way then i've never heard you say that <laughs> put it that way yeah
0: <laughs> haven't i i feel like i'm constantly asking a lot of these questions in the money magic student
1: <laughs> no not this way
0: <laughs> well this one is a different setting right yeah um Mizo, do you have another question for the intention circle or can I move on to my no, final? No, please move question?
1: on to the final. We are.
0: Okay. Uh, this is actually going to help. All these questions are going to help with the investment archetype as well. Um, so, what is the next question? My final question is what are you guys. T- I. Write down three things you are calling in with regards to A, your property process, investing process, and just with the final goal that you would, when you look back at the end of 2022 when we do this to wrap up in December 2022 that you're like this is what I achieved you know so something practical and then something with the process so three things that you are calling in with regards to your property investing journey in 2022 And it could be calling in ease, that's also part of the process. Could be calling in um, joint venture partners, collaborations. You can call in anything from the universe. And then I would like you to think about if you're, especially if you're going to be investing in the stock file, how much uh, do you intend to invest every month or? Uh, in lump sums by the end of the year what do you want to have invested Um, if you are also going to be doing things around being a developer and a property developer or uh, buying properties auctions going to your first buying a property at auction write that down call it in call it in there's no limit you can ask for anything from the universe right so Neo, you're saying without my fear, I would give myself time. I am, I'm a snail-paced person. You and me, bro, Newo. Gosh, what is? Who are we racing against? Actually, this whole like, you need to do everything <laughs> fast. Fast. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're saying the 9 months of pro- of pregnancy co-creator type meaning i build something unknown and only reveal it when it's ready i love that and maybe that is your archetype now mm-hmm. and you say unfortunately that has always been seen as failure by myself and and others as they keep asking Ganti, when are you finishing and that and that for me feels like planting a seed and peeping in every two days to see if it's growing I feel you so much now. This is why romantic relationships were always so stressful because then, like, and for someone like me that wakes up at 10 a.m., I'd be dating people that wake up at 5 a.m. and they'd be like, the early bird gets the worm and all these insanely horrific things around being an early riser and waking up at 5 a.m. And I'm just, that used to stress my nervous system. That has been, the biggest strain. Guys, we laugh about this, but Mary Lou will tell you in our coaching around relationships, we worked for a solid three months on this because it has been so deeply traumatic to my nervous system to have people wake up early and be those ambitious types that Miso talks about. And then they wake up, jump out of bed, and then they doing things. I wake up at 10 a.m. I will leave my bed at 1 p.m., you know? <laughs> And this is me. I'm getting work done. I'm doing things. I need to check in with my body, my nervous system. Then I go and I do yoga. By the time I start working properly, it's like 4 or 5 p.m. And then I'm ready, you know? And I was convinced that, like, just like Neo, that there's something wrong with me. Like, I just... It's never gonna work out. And whatever I'm doing isn't working out because I don't get up at 5 a.m. and do the 5 a.m. squad thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> See, what you say, I get, I get heart palpitations as I write them down. That's good in a way, I guess. You know, lesson one is great for that. And uh, lesson 23 as well, the breath work. Now what you say one is to support and three time. A woman after my own heart. Like, I love all that. <laughs> I call in investing ten thousand rand a quarter to Wealthy One's property stock file. I love that. Um, Miso says I want to put in ten thousand rand into Wealthy One's property stock file monthly in twenty twenty two. I call in putting in my share of profits from my from selling my Berea flat. 125, 150,000. So I think it's 125,000. I'm going to take the keep aside 25,000 for other stuff to invest in ETS, but investing 125,000 from the Berea flat into the wealthy ones property stock file. Keeping my fingers crossed that this happens sooner rather than later. Hey. Anyone else want to share? And then we'll start the meditation. Montevigo, you say, I'd like to invest 5,000 Rand monthly in the wealthy ones uh, stock file. I want to do things with ease and less effort. I think we are all there. Hey, guys. Ease. We are there with the ease, Shane. Like, no, our grandmothers, I keep thinking, you guys know the quote that Oprah always quotes from Maya Angelou, that your crown has already been paid for. I really? keep reflecting on that. It's like, we, there are people that have done the hard work for us so that we don't have to do it with each and every generation. It's been paid for. It's enough now, hey? there have to be easier ways for us to get where we're going.
2: Then before you move on, there's uh, something that stuck with me when you were sharing how um, in comparison men making certain comments with investment, I can't remember the exact comment, but even men are saying just because certain men will have so much wealth, that will make us feel like into our shells and make us feel so small Mm -hmm. and then something just struck to my mind because a comment a male had made that stuck with me longer than it should and then suddenly I'm like is it us females attaching to these comments or these comments are meant to make us feel the way they leave us feeling anyway Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was a comment where I had a dilemma on how to go about expansion in my next move. And this person had said, oh, when are you buying a house here? Meaning in London. And I was like, oh, uh, my dilemma is should I sell one to help this one come to fruition? And the person laughing and be like, oh, you have nice life problems. And I was like, oh. I thought we were chatting and sharing wisdom. So it's like, instead of getting wisdom, you left feeling like nice problems to have, you know? Mm -hmm. But I'm just seeing this pattern that when masculine Mm -hmm. left us feeling like, who are you as a feminine energy to have this kind of dilemma as such. So I'll take Mm -hmm. you down to that level Mm -hmm. where I want you to leave you feeling that way.
0: Mm. And I think it's unconscious, right? Like, I think, obviously, Mm. the men that I want to say this, right? Like, that, the men that I was with, when when I look at them, their strategy worked, and it works for them. But also, I keep saying this, there was no way, even if I tried that strategy, the days before my period, do you guys think that I would actually want to wake up at 5 a.m.? the day of my period that I want to keep that consistency and wake up at 5 a.m. and push and push. Even if I had taken on that strategy, it is physically impossible. My body would have prevented me, you know, like I could pop painkillers and shut my womb down and everything. But we already know as women that that's asking for further troubles down the road. Right. So there's all these things. So I think They can only approach things in the way that works for them. And the danger, and I see this often in a lot of spaces, right? The danger is always assuming that what works for me works for the next person. And because it works for enough people, it will work for everyone. So even in how we are taught about investing and approaching money as women, it's from a deeply masculine standpoint, right? Why? Because it has worked for men. So the assumption is that it will work for everyone because, well, if you're a man and you're surrounded by men and your advice is working for men, obviously it would make, it would feel like, why is it not working for women? You guys are too emotional. You guys are not able to think strategically. You're all these things. It's like, no, it doesn't work for us because it's not in alignment with us. So even when you want to do all those things, it's like at some point your body is going to work against you because the same strategy doesn't work for us.
1: Wow. I feel like there's a collective pause. <laughs> Yeah, there is, there is, there's a, there's a whole thing that you left hanging on top of <laughs> us. Okay. Refiller. Buying property in Moino and Ross, turning them into multilets, absolutely. Getting tenants with ease and they pay in advance because mm. you can, you shall. Pumla, student accommodation, absolutely dear. That that's going to come easy. And with easy cash flow and being paid mm-hmm. for by the university without a struggle, with ease, mm-hmm. with ease. Oshia mm-hmm. is looking for 5000 to invest in WAPS, and she's calling in that flexibility and freedom of choice and investing with ease, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Tobago, also 5000 investment in the WAPS stock sale. And I want to mm-hmm. do things with ease and less effort.
0: Mm, I love this. Okay, guys. So let's start. So it's going to be about 30 minutes. I want to say this. You cannot do this wrong. So if you've never done a guided meditation with me, there's no right. There's no wrong. We're going to be working with the higher self. We're going to go into the subconscious to meet your archetype. If you don't see your higher self, you don't see a vision of your archetype totally okay as well okay don't worry about it so what you do is you feel the questions so sit with them in your body and trust that when we've called your higher self it's there you're just not seeing them and then just listen for the answers feel the answers in your body some people will see the answer some people will hear some people will just know the answer it is okay all these things are ways in which our spirit works. So we, some people will have all three ways of downloading, right? And some people will just feel in their body what something is. They won't know, but there will be a feeling that they can decode. Take that is your way. Again, we are all gifted in different ways. They are there is no right or wrong way. I want you to trust your way. We all receive in different ways. We all have different gifts of intuiting what whatever it is that we need to know. The problem comes when we start hearing, because we're going to have a conversation afterwards. Oh, so-and-so heard this. So-and-so's answer was this. And they say they saw this. I should have seen. No, there's no should have seen Your way is perfect. Okay, so that being said, because people often freak out about this, it's okay. And if you fall asleep again, it is okay. Just wake up and answer, share what what it is that's coming up for you. And that's okay too. So close your eyes, sit or lie in a comfortable position, whatever's working for you. Take a deep breath in. Try to breathe all the way into your belly. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. Now, as you exhale, just relax. Relax your face. Relax your neck. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms. Relax your hands. Relax your fingers. Really, just feel your fingers and your hands relax. Relax your jaw. Feel your jaw relax. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. As you exhale, feel your upper back relax. Relax your lower back. Relax your chest. Relax your belly. Inhale. And exhale. As you exhale, feel your spinal cord relax. Feel your spinal cord relax from the base of your neck to the base of your tailbone. And as your spinal cord relaxes, Feel your womb relax. Feel your tailbone relax. Now I want you to go back to your womb. If the men are listening to this, please feel, uh, relax your gut. Don't relax your womb. Feel your solar plexus relax. Relax your jaw. As your jaw relaxes, I want you to feel your tailbone and your womb or your gut relax even more. Just relax. Really, really relax. Feel your back relax. Feel your thighs relax. Relax your knees. Relax your legs. Relax your ankles. Relax your feet. Feel your toes relax. And then just relax your entire body. Take a deep breath in and exhale. As you exhale, really, really relax. Now I just want you to notice what's going on in your body. This is gonna be the baseline for your relaxation. So if you're new to the work, I find that it's really great to just set a baseline. So this is how your body feels like right now. Just relax. Now I want you to just ask, Just ask into the ether, silently in your head, ask to see your higher self. Ask to meet your higher self. Remember what I said, if nothing happens, nothing shows up, that is okay. Your higher self is going to be your guide in this meditation so let me explain what your higher self is so your higher self in this case i want you to ask to get even more specific to see the higher self you that has successfully invest that is a successful investor see the version of you that is 5 years from now a hyper successful investor has reached their investment goals is generating income is really not even living, uh, not even working anymore. They're that successful with their passive investments. So this is what I mean by this version of your higher self. Allow them to come forth. Again, you cannot do this wrong. Just follow the guidance. Whoever comes forth, allow them to come forth. Don't try to control the image. Don't try to control anything that's happening. I want you to take another deep breath all the way into the belly or the womb and just exhale and just relax even more. Allow yourself to see this version of you. Now, I want you to just see how does this version of you look like? I want you to step forth and introduce yourself and tell them that you are you in 2022 and they are who they are in 2027 or five years from now. If you're listening to this meditation next year, even they are you five years from now. Thank them for showing up. Now, I just want you to take a look at them. How are they dressed? This may seem like non-essential information, but it's information that will give you a glimpse as to how you can show up in spaces, especially for those of us that want to be more feminine in masculine spaces. Notice what kind of dress are they wearing. What shoes are they wearing? What hairstyle do they have? You can walk around, look at them, really notice how they are, how they're looking. i want you to see the location in which you are meeting your higher self so now take a minute to just look around and see does this location have any significance for you does it hold any meaning does it attract you do you like it right now do you hate it just notice Now I want you to notice what goes on in your body. When you are looking at this higher self version of you, looking at how they dressed, is there an opening in your body right now or a contraction? There's no right or wrong. Just notice, is there an opening? Is there a contraction? Do you feel ready to step into this version of you? Or is there a kind of resistance to step into that version of you to become them. Just notice, really feel into the body. By contraction, I mean, does your body want to lock up and protect itself and make itself smaller? Or do you feel like you're opening up, chest wide open, just letting in everything? If there was a body language, would it be a curling up or an opening up when you look at this version of you? Just focus on your body. Now you're going to ask this version of you some questions. So just tell them that you call them forth so that you can ask them questions to better understand yourself and how you get to this point that they are at, how you build this kind of wealth. So I want you to ask them, what are the the three fears or emotions that are currently holding me back? from becoming you? So, And just wait for them to answer. Do not um, freak out. Don't force it again. Just wait. It will come. What are the three fears that are holding me back from becoming you, the investor that is you and creating passive income? and then ask them, what is the one belief about investing that they needed to let go of in order to become a successful investor? What is the one belief about investing that they needed to let go of to become a successful investor? And ask, how is this belief that you need to let go of holding you back right now? How does it hold you back from taking actions and from investing in the way that you want to invest? Now ask them, what is the one belief they had to adopt in order to become a successful investor? What is the one belief they had to adopt about themselves in order to become a successful investor? Next question, I want you to ask them, what three money and investing habits do they have to let go of in order to become a successful investor? I also want to say, three money, investing and personal habits do they have to let go of in order to become a successful investor? Okay. Now ask, what three money investing and personal habits do they have to adopt in order to become a successful investor? So what three investing money and personal habits do they have to adopt in order to become a successful investor? So think of behavioral habits, Now, I want you to ask them how did their relationship with themselves change? How did they have to change the way they relate with themselves? What do they need to believe about themselves in order of about themselves and money in order to become a successful investor? What do they need to believe about themselves when it comes to money in order for them to become a successful investor? And then I want you to ask them, how do you get to believe this about yourself? How do you get to, how can you start believing this about yourself with regards to money? Now I want you to ask, ask them what did they invest in and what was their approach to investing? This is your archetype. So what did they invest in and what is their approach to investing? Is did they change investment strategies? Do they invest only in property? Do they invest in art, shares, et cetera? So just really listen and trust what comes forth. This is very, very important. Listen and trust what comes forth. What do they invest in and what is their approach to investing? And please ask them if they have a particular style of investing. Now ask them, what is that one thing that is unique to them that makes them a great investor? What is the one thing that is unique to you that you don't even realize right now that makes you a great investor and that they have managed to use to build their portfolio? Everyone's thing will be different and trust whatever comes through, even if it's, I know how to make tea. Whatever it is, what is the one thing that is unique to you that, will, that makes you a great investor that you haven't yet realized now, but where they are right now, five years from now, They have managed to use it and it has helped them grow their investment
1: portfolio.
3: Also
0: ask them, how have they used this unique quality, this quality that is unique to you to grow your investment portfolio, to successfully build an investment portfolio? How have they utilized this one unique quality to grow your investment portfolio? The final question I want you to ask them is, what is the one thing that trips you up that you should look out for as an investor? So basically, you're asking for your key weakness. What is your key weakness that would hold you up from building your investment portfolio? What is it that you should always be on the lookout for, either in your behavior, your character, your mindset? The way you process emotions, it can be anything. What is it that you should always be on the lookout for that trips you up? And how have they managed to deal with that to make them a successful investor? So what have they done to deal with that so that they can continue to grow their investment portfolio? now i want you to ask your higher self is there anything that you need to know about yourself as an investor or the process that makes them a successful investor that we didn't ask if there's nothing you can just thank them give them a hug and let them go once they tell you thank them give them a hug let them go and when you're ready You can just open up your eyes. Feel free to start sharing in the chat what your experience was. I'm going to give it another five minutes. So those that are eyes open, do share your insights in the chat. I have shared and posted in the chat the questions that I asked. So if you want to refresh of some of the questions, they're right there. You can reflect on them and share in the chat. The struggle on Facebook talking about all we got is love
1: exactly okay when you're ready I'm gonna go first and share the last bit the, the last or the last on the, the final question So, for me, uh, what trips me up as an investor most, mostly, I mustn't say as an investor, I, I think in financial terms, in many terms, is that I mean, I'm naturally a very impulsive person. So, I get very easily excited about something, very easy to. To to get into something, right? So I don't like small print, and it's something that that is so so important in business and in money terms. And I feel like my 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 sense is that I'm constantly will have to have someone that reads the papers for me because. My style has to include someone who really gets into the small print. It's easy for me to understand things, but can I just not be the one to read? Number one. Number two, to admin, admin, putting things into files and, 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 and keeping a, a trail of paper is just one, one of those things that I wish someone had told me that it's okay that I don't like it you know earlier on in my life so that's my that's my one big thing and i think it's it's so important to keep your paper trail in money terms because there's taxes to be paid there's yeah there's just record keeping and that's my one big thing yeah it's been a constant and it, i'm here I'm, I'm i'm over 50 and it's still here yeah
0: Mm. And I think it's important that you said that, Mizo, because I think that what we are taught is instead of working with who we are, we are taught to change who we are. So we spend so much energy attempting mm. to change who to we change are is working with who we are, right? Mm. Because the thing is that even when something doesn't come naturally to you, it doesn't come naturally to you you're going to make so many crazy mistakes so at least so i feel like you hire for your weaknesses which is what people don't understand so you don't try to be everything you you're not strong in that thing so you hire other people that are strong in that thing Right, And the thing that will trip us up with that with most of us is our deep not good enough wound, because that wound says you need to be everything you need to prove that you can do that. You need to be able to do that thing it will trip us up and that's the thing that stops us from seeking support outsourcing because oh my gosh people are gonna see that I'm not great at that part of of my money stuff I'm not great at that part in my business well so what not everyone is great at anything even an entire multi-billion dollar companies have tons of people because you can't do it alone right so I think that's powerful just Knowing your weaknesses is, I think, as important as knowing your strength. Mizo, what was your? I'm interested in what came up for you in terms of your unique style.
1: Oh, my gosh, I am. I'm in my element, you know. I like this. I really liked. I, I really liked what what came up for me in my in my meditation, um, because I'm a natural sharer of information, and because i have a voice which is something that it was so difficult for me to acknowledge that my voice is my weapon actually if you want to call it that my voice is my weapon and i just can use it more i can i can lobby on behalf of others because i can articulate myself in a certain way i'm able to to simplify concepts of property investment to others just to continue doing that, you know, just to continue doing that and being, being the, the, the person that makes it easy to bring it down to a level where other people like me understand things—I thought I thought that was that was so easy. It, it excited me. Then you would relate because you know what yeah. I'm talking about. There are two ladies in the U.S. who run an equ- a property equity fund, mm. um, Kim Lam and Amy Dickerson, They run Good Egg Investments, and and from the first time you you said. What do you see yourself doing? They just keep coming. They are so unlike mm. me. But what I like the most about them is that they are non-American who have made it in uh, in, in the US, right? Yeah. One of them is Asian. I can't remember what the other where the other one comes from. And I'm just like, yeah, man, can I just do that? Can can I just continue um being able to call in some other people, explain the Section 12J to other people, explain the concepts of of property, and in the meantime, Mm. and have somebody count the money on the side while I I explain this concept. Can I just do... That's all my part must be because the accountant must count money. Somebody must do the deal analysis and put it in front of me so that I can explain it. Mm. That's it. Can I just do that? Mm -hmm. I could do that easily. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's very, very powerful. I like that. So what I'm getting is it's not just your voice. It's your ability to simplify things. And just like talk in a way that people get. You know, you don't stay here. You don't stay academic. You're able to connect. It's not just using your voice, but that you are able to connect with people where they are yeah it's a powerful it's a powerful and unique gift it is very very powerful so lydia says yo i'm experiencing nasal blockage so intense sending deep hugs the body never lies right so just sit with it for a little while lydia and then Tebucho says emotional investing one recurring message um, so emotional investing is your weakness, Teboko, I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And then you say one recurring message, keeping people who are always borrowing money from me. They need to be released from my life. Mm. So my thing, Tebuko, is to say what is so scary around having money, right? Because the people are coming because there's probably something within you. They are just a tool to help you get rid of money. So, I really recommend Lesson 23, the Breathwork Meditation, right? In there. And also, there's EFT tapping around releasing the fear of not feeling safe with money, but also Lesson 7 meditations, right? So, often it's not the people in our space. When we change, pr- I promise you, once we start feeling safe with holding on to money, It starts to shift and we are able to then say no to them borrowing money. Because, yeah, people are allowed, and I'll always say this, people are allowed to ask you for anything. (laughs) It's a free world. People are allowed to use their voice and come to you and ask you for anything. What you do with that ask, that is the big thing, right? Humans, I can, just like how we're asking the universe for anything right now, you can ask for anything from anyone. But people have the right to say no. And you also have the right to say no. So the real question is, what is it when people uh, see you having money? What is going on with you and people asking you for money? And do you feel like you need to give them that money? Mm-hmm. If you need to say uh, no a hundred times to people in a day whenever they ask mm-hmm. you, when they ask you for money? Do it. It's a free world. You also have use of your voice, just like they have a use of their voice for asking you for money. Noah, you say, My higher self showed up at the beach, Bahamas type. I love this higher self already, wearing a Levy a green um, swimsuit and a mini skirt. Barefoot, long, dark, shiny hair, and always had a lion guarding my aura. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. My unique trait is connecting with people, yet I have a weakness in marketing. Hmm. Can I push back on that, um, um, Newa, and say maybe your idea of marketing is wrong? Because if your unique trait is connecting with people, All marketing is, is connecting with people. So maybe you need to change your definition of marketing and what you perceive marketing to be. Luckily, you have the Next Level You Journals. There's entire things around that where I guide you through questions around changing your perception of marketing and selling and how that needs to change. I believe for years I sucked at marketing, right? Until I had to change my view of marketing and how I define marketing. So what if you defined marketing as simply connecting with people and then telling them how to gain access to you or to more of you by charging them. And then just like you would tell and connect with people and tell your friends your pricing. What if that's all marketing is? It's not all these bells and whistles. So you're saying I'm very great at admin, uh, but I don't enjoy it. And somehow you use it as a stumbling block. Mm, interesting. So do you get, I uh, interesting question. Do you then get caught up in the admin. And instead of doing work, because here's the thing, most people in terms of investing, instead of making the money, we, a great way that we keep ourselves in circles is that we go, and I've discussed this before, right? In the income challenge where we go, I need a website before I can get the clients. I need business cards before I can get the clients. (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking at I didn't mean to call you out on that, right? I need all these things. These are all admin things. What you need is money. Right. You need to be out there making money. You don't need all those other things. Yes, they are important. But wouldn't it just be easier to go make the money and then hire someone to do all those things? So we tend to do this thing to ourselves and it's a great way to keep ourselves stuck, right? So I need to first do this before I know this. So I need to first figure out how to write a property stock file constitution before I can launch the stock file. Then it keeps you in admin how for like six months, right? And then it feels, and it feeds the ego because it feels like you're doing something. Oh, I just launched a website, but it's like, Yo, you're running a business. What you need is money, right? You need to be marketing. So just be careful of that, right? Bumi, Bumi, you say, I need to drop off. I need a lot of, I need to drop off. I need a lot of support and people to help me through my journey. I hate legalese. I hate admin and I'm an emotional investor. This is great Um, to know. This is great
1: to know. Mm
0: Yeah. Uh Pumla, you say, um, uh, you're saying to TK, who's TK? Not sure. Oh, Tebucho. So you're saying to Tebucho, I feel you releasing being a lifesaver for people around me financially. Yep. now you say I'm also great at investing from the gato womb. I love that. That's a unique quality. Like even now, my Easy Equities account, I invested with my gut, and it's doing great since last year when I joined. Equally, the property in Clarksville, my gut said no, but I was young and desperate to have a home, but uh, mm. deep down, my soul knew. Mm.
1: Mm. Sibo, you
0: say, I loved it when... Uh... Okay, Niso, you can take over. I've been talking. see
1: <laughs> <I'm> Sibo. <dying. laughs> was She loved it because um, her higher self stopped playing small. She mm-hmm. also maximized on her great communication and topped it up with a lot of patience and gentleness. She was also not afraid to call herself a property investor. Mm-hmm. Right? Gosh, man. You know, when she carries on to say something about... Um, what did you say, Sibo, about, oh, her higher self. Oh, mm. Lydia, wait. And mm. Sibo's higher self had a colorful dress, a flowy dress, colorful one. And she was at an event and was walking and she turned around and had a lot of time for this current Sibo and was very gentle and kind. Lydia, I like your higher self. I, yourself, and you, you met at a farm, huge piece of land by a river. Kids were running around freely, I feel you, eating from abundant fruit trees at the farm, making noise, and didn't have to be contained in case they bother the neighbors. We are comfortable conversing in our language. Love that. Nontobego. Why are we having the fears now? My fear once, is once I make it I will lose it all again to be successful investor they had to open up to more my higher mm-hmm. self showed up in my dream in my dream car wearing all stars with short hair <laughs> converse mm-hmm. okay with short hair and, was, mm-hmm. and also saw my paternal grandmother standing next to my higher self and smiling
0: I love Mm. this. I love this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I will share what came up for me with my investor archetype. Then we can wrap it up, guys. This has been so beautiful and so gentle. I'm so loving it. Um, So for me, when I did this, what came up for me was um, that my archetype is one of an innovator, that my higher self was like, I don't do anything if it's not new. If it's not brand new, I have zero interest in it, you know? So me trying to buy properties, they already exist. I will not bother myself. And I, I see people nodding, right? Because like, I mean, this should have been obvious, but like I approach everything in a new way. So if I don't, so buying established properties, it, the reason why it was tiring me was because there's nothing new there. Like I want to do new things. This is why flips excite me, renovations excite me. But more than anything, this is why shipping containers excite me because everything about the concept is new, you know? So for me, it's all about newness and innovation. And the way that I invest is if I innovate in things. And I love doing things in groups and holding. So it's not just me that grows where I grow with tons of people. So that excites me as well to help people and to hold space for growth. So all that and that my unique quality is that I'm able to see trends and things. I'm able to see the interconnectedness of things very, very clearly. So I'm able to see, oh, okay, this would be something, that is environmentally friendly. And in a few years, it's going to be a thing that needs to be worked on. So if I keep that quality and I work with my innovation and my ability to see trends and see things and also see people as they are, then that's what makes her grow into a successful investor. And they're like, for me, it's also about companies, right? So innovation works hand in hand with entrepreneurship. So these are not, my investment journey is not divorced from, entrepreneurship at all. So then I had to, what happened for me, and I think you guys saw round about when the stock fell started, then it came the journal, but at the same time, the Money Magic students know then I started a chili distribution company for Jane. So all these things. And I was able to see that actually, if I start companies whose sole purpose is then to fund certain assets and in my investment journey, I'm going to grow so much faster because it's working with the innovation. It's working with the entrepreneurship, but then it's like investing in brand new things so that my, me investing in companies is, is a part of my entrepreneurial journey. So this is why for me investing in developers and investing in their companies and then doing things around shipping containers is key. And that just helped. And Here we are, we're doing the Wealthy Ones Property stockpile because it also works with my collective nature, but it's also something that is entrepreneurial. It requires entrepreneurship for me in thinking in that line. So yeah, and I wanna say to you guys, keep doing this, right? So the more you come back to this, the more you'll start to notice certain things, the more you can feel into your body, the more certain things become aware uh, become obvious. So Pasha says, I really love my higher self. I met her in this gorgeous home, which I've been in my subconscious before. Then all of a sudden she was rock climbing in her backyard. Ooh, I love that. She oozed confidence. She said, stop doing financial favors for others and writing off small debts, which they keep owing. Hey, Amen. That's like respecting money, right? So it's not just 20 rand, it adds up. She also said she's been trying to reach out to me. She said, I deserve, um, wait. Prosperity. I deserve prosperity, I belong and I can because the universe is rooting for in me. Um, she revealed that I need to invest with my womb and not to make financial decisions during my period. Uh, I think that is brilliant advice. When we're on our periods, we are PMSing, guys. Like everything feels horrible. I hate everything when I'm on my period. Everything feels wrong. Everything is annoying. You know, people upset me. <laughs> so I agree with that, right? And she said, My unique trait is analysis trends. I do it, I do it at work and I need to use it for myself. I love it. I mean, as an investor, if you can analyze trends that are going to become trends beforehand, that is powerful. Yeah. So guys, anything else? (laughs) Okay. With that being said, I'd like us to close. You guys can just open up. We'll take the first five people. What are your takeaways from today's session? And then we close the circle. So,
2: um, <laughs> uh, <Lethia> said,
0: "Land,
1: land, land." Oh, Lydia, just like me, just like me. Mm. I think it made it worse. Um, um, it accentuated even more. I don't know how you felt, Lydia. We were at Naledi lady farm on the thirty-first. It felt like. I don't know. You know, every time I go to Naledi Farm, something happens. It just reminds you how grounding land is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our kids were able to play volleyball. We were sitting here sipping cocktails. We had a simple meal, but we made connections with people that we had never met. We we had such an amazing time, guys. It's, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So guys five people please give us your takeaways then we can close the circle it doesn't have to be keep it down to three takeaways so even if you have one takeaway go for it and i'd really like to encourage people that haven't been talking or saying anything to say something share <laughs>
2: Um, My takeaway was uh, during the higher self meditation because when she told me how she made the breakthrough, like fear, she didn't Mm. listen to the narrative that fear comes up with, you know, Mm. she just really was deaf to that. And the other thing that was impactful, funny enough, it's been one of my words I'm repeating to myself to be gentle and kind. So mm-hmm. she, she, when she, I think I can not remember the word you said, but in that blind spot, what was the blind spot that you worked on to make mm-hmm. a breakthrough? So she said, although she maximized on communication, but just topping it up with gentleness and kindness mm-hmm. and, um, that was visible cuz i she was hosting this event and she was walking out but she turned around and stopped for me and it's like oh hold on you know i have plenty of time for you i'll give you my ear but this powerful person just listening to me mm-hmm. so it's just in line with what i'm trying to get through but also Accepting my blind spot so that they don't own me anymore, because I know I can be very impatient. Mm-hmm. But this person giving me that time. So that's my takeaway that I'm going to actively work on on my daily activities. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Sibo. Does anyone else want to go? You can share the chat. Fabi says, I don't need a financial textbook to tell me what to invest in. I just need to find alignment in my soul. Sure. Yes. And two, everything I want is within reach, so I mustn't overthink this. The third one is I'm reminded of how money just loves me. Oh, we love that, Fabi. Awesome, hey? <laughs> Noah says, my takeaway was my perception of marketing. Indeed, I am seeing how that belief is holding me back. Lovely. Jackie said, it was the first time doing meditation. Really enjoyed it. Yay. Really, and, Jackie. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and Sibo says, money loves you. Right back, Sissy. To yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does.
1: And- um, can i share, can i share something that is so weirdly weird so um um i am doing my i'm doing an excel sheet doing a look back on 2020 and 2021 which is what i think remind, is sitting in my mind about how bad i am with admin mm. and i'm not just bad with admin I'm bad with admin when I'm scared of looking at something as well. Mm. You know, when you just don't want to acknowledge what's going on, the things that are falling apart, or yeah. this is not doing great, it needs it needs to change, or I need to take care of it. This admin thing, if I can just send them a letter and sell this mm. so that uh, and hook from it, you, you know, bad investments or little money that's sitting in some little place that you I had forgotten it sitting there. So I'm majorly irritated with myself about there are just small little pockets of things that I could be that are so easy to mm-hmm. take care of. But it's also because me and admin are not the best thing. You know, I don't file like that in files. (laughs) I file in a pile. When something comes in an envelope, it can sit in that envelope. I'll read it, put it back in the envelope. And somehow I think I can commit it to the mind. And I think Mm -hmm. this is my one thing for 2022. I don't care how admin happens. Admin is going to happen. I'm doing the Excel sheet. So that I can prepare it for the assistant that I'm gonna have. I'm done. I don't mm. like it. You know, when you just yeah. I don't like it. It's yeah. I, I hate it with all my heart. And I hate it to my own det- detriment. I see how it loses my small little monies, but mm. I hate it, right? Yeah. But I've never given myself permission to say, I. Like the word is hate, not oh, yeah. I dislike it, it's not my favorite, I don't even want to be gentle about it, I hate it.
0: Right? <laughs> I love no. that, I love that. <laughs> owning who you are, yeah. right? accepting oh, and goodness. owning, and just saying, Okay, now that I know I hate it and this needs to be done, yeah. how can I do this better, and how can it work to my benefit that when they do it? How do they summarize it in a way that makes sense to me, that I look at it every month, that I love reading it? Do they? And that's the other thing. They don't even have to send it to you in a way that you love reading it. If you're a visual visual person, they might send it to you in a video. They can screen share, do a video. They can send you audio. Guys, there are many ways to keep up to date. If you don't like a thing, make it easier for yourself because it needs to be done.
1: It really needs to be done. Homolemo says my takeaway from ha- my higher self-meditation is to trust the process and to stop holding back. And listen mm. to my God. Stop mm. holding back. Mm. I feel into I fell into deep sleep during the breathing. I will have to do the the meditation. Will there be a link for recording? Absolutely. Mm.
0: Yes, there will be a link for recording. It's going to come out on Tuesday together with the podcast. So you can listen to it on the podcast or you can watch the YouTube video.
1: Absolutely. Tando, my higher self was very clear that I need to be my biggest cheerleader and give as much support as I give to others. Mm. Number two, money loves me. Absolutely. Number three, I'm supported by my ancestors, always, always. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Umelele says she loved the meditation, first time doing it. So glad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so glad, guys. Enjoy. So come back to this on Tuesday. You can come back to this as often as you want. The questions that we ask, you can keep asking them. Um, I will put the questions for the meditation in the description so that you guys always have them right. Um, and you can ask yourselves those questions um, at any time and keep coming back to them. Keep working with your higher self, keep refining, keep understanding you, yourself and your strategy, right? It will be extremely unique to you. You know, like now I figured out that I have wealthy money, will pay my salary, but other companies that I start will always be all that income goes towards investing. That's my own unique thing. Other people will think companies are how to start to build to profitability, all that. Then that's not your thing. So whatever works for you, and this is what's going to help you grow so much faster. Okay. And... For me, I just want to say thank you so much. I want to remind you guys, we are sponsored by the Wealthy Ones Property Stockfile. That's why we could come on here and do this. If you want to join the Property Stockfile, our mission is to get to 250 million Rand in assets within in the next five years. So by 2025, 2026, right? Miso yeah. 2026, we are there and we're all doing it as a collective. The first two years we are acting as the bank, to developers. So if this resonates with you, come on board. After that, we will start buying immovable assets. We're going to start buying properties and buildings in uh, all over the African continent, really. So yeah. this is resonating with you and you wanna be part of this, you wanna grow with us. We're doing it intentionally. There's no push, push, push. You invest at your own pace. The first investment, um, the joining fee is a thousand rand and you can just go to Stockfella so download the Stockfella app it's S T O K F E L L A download the Stockfella app and then go into groups and search for the Wealthy Ones property Stockfella ask to join and then make your payment uh, go to the button that says make the payment and then just choose the EFT option and put in, make sure to put in your unique ID number, which is the reference, right? So put that in into the um, when you're making the payment, everything will reflect on Stockfella. The deal that we're working on, we had said the 6th of January, but Mizo is going to find out if we can do the 15th of January 15th. when we invest in the flip. And we are going to get a 15% return on investment within four months. So we put money in and then we get it back. Remember the first two years until 2023, mid-2023, we are just being the investors, building up our investment portfolio with money so that we can go and start buying buildings right in 2023 and owning buildings and building generational wealth that way. Any questions, guys? Mizo, do you have anything else to add? Just want to say thank you, Mizo. Thank you, Property Magicians. Thank you, Wealthy Ones, for showing up.
1: Thank you, guys. I think we've gone on long enough. So the only thing I want to add on is any any of the updates. I, I was disappointed that I couldn't get my updates in time um, before Christmas. So tomorrow is my working day. So w- you will see all updates on our WhatsApp, on our group WhatsApp. And I want us to update Deal number one for those who have invested because there is an exciting update apparently on it. They told me about it before, before Christmas and then they, they, they didn't send it to me. And then on the second deal, what we're going to do is we are trying to stretch the date to. Let's, let's deposit onto the flipping company. We need to deposit the money by Monday. So if you are sitting with some extra cash um, after you've paid fees, January fees, please please put it in there because I want to negotiate with the guy to say we'll only deposit on Monday the 10th and then um, sign contracts by the 15th of January and finish so that we, we know that our money has gone to work ready for beef to get it by easter or before easter holidays so so we'll let you know on 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 the updates on the whatsapp so i've got two updates that i'm gonna give you Righty. Yeah. and thank you so much ben for hosting this so differently our property investment journey is yeah is is a little different um so this is how we intend having it and thank yeah. you for joining us this evening
0: yeah, the wealthy ones property stock felt, like we said, will always be doing things like this. Our journey is going to be all about intentional, emotional stuff, working through the trauma. We are big believers in alignment versus doing. So this is how we're going to do it. Thank you, ladies. Have a fantastic day. And if the men are listening in, thank you for sticking with us. Hope you enjoyed all this. Have a fantastic day or evening further. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Vangile Makwakwa. Now over to my co host
1: Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy money.com again inbox me at miranda at wealthy if you want me to help you start your property journey